Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. So every once in a while, Alan and I like to check in on Evan and really see how his life is going, how he is emotionally, where his ego's at. We don't care. (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, we just want to check and see where he's where he's at. Yeah, it's just it's purely curiosity. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when you see an ant crawling across the yeah. the pavement, and you step on it just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Same type of curiosity. So, Evan, mm-hmm. where are you at as far as happiness, joy, and you know, a sunny disposition? Never been happier. I think never been higher. I got a couple friends that check in on me <laughs> all the time. You're misreading that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm successful. Uh, I have things. Um, so you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. I'm higher on my horse than I've ever been. What you, is there anything that could maybe take you down? Well, what would just what would just turn your day completely upside down? Tell you what what would take me down. Okay. So we'll, we'll say the things that won't take me down because that list may be shorter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 One of these cock and nannied Saturday workers, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Saying anything about me. Yeah. I don't listen to a word these people say. I, I'm i better than them. Okay. I give them advice, you know? <laughs> yeah. They don't give You're me the one advice. with the mic. Yeah. I'm just better. Um, is that is that a good way to alienate yourself from your yeah, listeners? Yeah, yeah go to an awesome You're on the, you're on the right track. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good. Um, well, let's test that theory because we have an email this week of somebody that understands the world needs less happiness in heaven mm-hmm. there needs to be less light behind those eyes <laughs> and kyle writes in and he simply puts hey alan evan and zach so first of all i would like to insult evan i bet he likes to wear wet socks to bed and blows bubbles in his milk that dumb idiot immediate thoughts immediate feelings immediate thoughts immediate feelings would be it hurts. Uh, it does. Yeah. But it's not going to get me down. Understandable. Understandable. Um, because a couple of those seem like facts. So why would they get you down? Mm-hmm. Well, just because they're true doesn't mean they hurt any less. Okay. <laughs> you do them. It just, yeah. You're, you're hurt by your, your weird hobbies. Yeah. I realize what it does to me and my family. <laughs> so I'm glad he that's, could bring that's that why, up. That's why the divorce over under was 72 hours. Because yeah. the moment that you got into bed with Savannah... Mm-hmm. And she saw you dipping socks into the tub to put on your feet. She was like, ah. Yeah, forget that I put, I get the socks wet before I put them on. <laughs> uh, I forget that I oh, do you that. Do. <laughs> that just, I, guess, I guess that is true. You could probably. That he, that he fills up the tub yeah. instead, of just, <laughs> instead of just using the sink. And he puts a bath bomb in it. Like, <laughs> it's like a whole like night routine. Well, you got to get the scent on the socks, obviously. <laughs> So yeah. what does what does wet socks do for you in bed? I feel like it really grounds me. Is that mm-hmm. because you've connected yourself with electrodes and are running <laughs> electricity through you? Yeah, and you're grounded. Yeah, and I'm just sparking every time anything <laughs> touches me. You like somebody put a defibrillator on you? Yeah, I look like a transformer that's about to blow. <laughs> <laughs> and those wet socks just help that electricity move through. Really conduct. <laughs> Just really conduct some electricity. When you wet those socks down, is it always water? I like to give it a good mix. Uh, depends on what I'm drinking that day. Sure. Whatever sure. I feel like I need to take more in of. Most days it's water because you're healthy. Yeah, I'm healthy. I'm just like the rest of you. I feel like I never get enough water in my day. Sure. Now, and your Kyle. Kyle had a nice call out of milk uh, coming up. Yeah, yeah, he does say do something you, about milk. Do you ever just ferment those socks in milk? <laughs> I know you don't watch those socks. Those. Those socks become some sort of weird cheese. <laughs> I, I got to say, it's interesting the types of bacteria that can grow on mm-hmm. socks. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I like to culture. See what kind of bacteria I can just muster up. You're growing bacteria? Just seeing what can, can grow. I'm sure it must be hard trying to keep bacteria alive when you're sending vaults of electricity through your body. Exactly. And that is half the experiment I'm doing is to see what bacteria can withstand. <laughs> Maybe grow a new super bacteria oh, that okay. you That'd can't cool. kill with electricity. So you go to bed with probably with a like a lab coat on because you're some kind of weird scientist. Yeah, I got a in lab your mind. Coat, wet socks, a nine volt battery, <laughs> and. 
just a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> You're very some. happy. Really interested in, to see where the night's going to lead. <laughs> now, is that enthusiasm or is your body just coursing with electricity? Yeah. <laughs> it's surging, yeah. It really hypes me up. It's like it's nothing like an energy drink, you know? Yeah. It's more yeah. than anything you could ever get at a gas station. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So this brings me to the next thing. What The blows bubbles in milk. Mm-hmm. What is this? Why why are you blowing bubbles in milk? I think it's important to incorporate air mm-hmm. into your milk just because you don't want it to be like a tough bread. So let me ask you this. When you look on the carton or gallon of milk and it has an expiration date, how far back... <laughs> is that date on that gallon of milk that you have to keep it from turning into a solid. And don't use years. Use <laughs> use your favorite way of telling us uh, when something happened by using past events. Yeah, that's right. When did you get the gallon of milk in your fridge right now? Um, <laughs> Pre-COVID, post-Trump. Somewhere okay. in there. Somewhere in there, okay. yeah. Yeah. In old milk. Yeah. Multiple years. Yeah. Really a you tough gotta... time for our country. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the milk have seen a lot yeah. together. That's why I can't throw it out. Um, sure, yeah. It's just been You've... there through it all. It's a sentimental thing. Yeah. So you you blow bubbles into your milk because it is almost solidified because it's so old. That's your answer to this. <laughs> you basically got your mouth in butter. <laughs> so bad with the old milk and just wet socks Ugh. and like fried hair from the electricity that's true yeah you guys like yogurt because oh. it's kind of the same thing yeah it's kind of the same same thing texture if consistency you like there. yogurt you'll like post-trump pre-covid milk <laughs> <laughs> if you're about to offer us i do have some it's in the other room i got a couple glasses. oh i can smell it yeah. So you want that? You're saying you want some? Did you want some, Alan? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pass. Okay, I'm gonna pass too. Then there you go, Evan. Did Kyle knock you down at all? Because he just kind of exposed you for two very weird things. The truth is out there now. The truth is out there now. Which so be it. Um, you were settling, dropping hints to these things. Mm-hmm. You know, the wet socks were <laughs> that you're wearing right now was probably the first hint. The fact that I slid across the room whenever <laughs> I entered here. <laughs> I would say a little. Okay, okay. Um, well, there you I'm go, more Kyle. aware, I guess is what I'll say. You're more aware. Uh, that didn't really answer the question, but he's more aware, Kyle. I don't know if that was what Kyle set out to more aware achieve. More hatred of Kyle. Oh, okay. oh there it <laughs> is. Do you have anything to say to Kyle? Listen, Kyle, we all have our secrets. You don't see me out here telling everybody about how you're not the man you once were. Oh, yeah. Tell a secret about Kyle. I want everybody to know Kyle... He licks the dust off the bottom of cabinets. Oh, <laughs> Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> You're no place to judge Evan. So what are you going to do, Kyle, now that both our secrets are out there? Is this what you wanted? Man, that's what I'm talking about. This is like a Jerry Springer episode. You know, when, Clapping we, s- back. when we sent out that, that message across the radio waves, <laughs> calling in all the Saturday workers to just roast Evan, I didn't think we'd get Kyle. I don't know that we wanted Kyle. <laughs> after after finding out his secret, he, he's almost as bad as Evan. Yeah, really. there's some collateral damage on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird that Kyle called out Evan when he knew that Evan knew something so dark about him. Yeah, how did Evan know <laughs> about Kyle's weird problems? <laughs> so when you meet a Kyle, you know. You know it's, you a, it's know every Kyle probably does yeah. it. That makes sense. Oh, well, there you go, Kyle. You knocked him down a peg and made him more aware. He's aware of his surroundings. I don't know. He's really aware of, of you, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. So really aware of you. I'd sir. say watch your back. <laughs> you could probably hear him coming uh, when you hear the squishy sounds from the socks. <laughs> and smell him with his yeah. with his old milk drink. <laughs> like, is it a muscape out here? What is <laughs> It's old milk drink. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, welcome to Questionable Detour. Let's do a hypothetical. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. So Kyle wrote a little more than just insulting Evan. So we read the part of the email where he insulted Evan. Uh, the rest of his email continues like this. Anyway, hypothetical that I hope you guys will answer for me. I was having to get fitted for a wedding suit and was overcome with the awkwardness 
as the guy walked around me with that tape measure measuring every part of my body. What do you guys do when you are getting fitted for clothes and you have a tailor examining you? But you guys are the best. I've even listened to you with my dad in the car, and he was laughing at the answers to the sleepover hypothetical. Keep up the good work. A Saturday worker, Kyle. First of all, he was measuring every part of you. Come on. Come on, Kyle. (laughs) Kyle, I think you got to take advantage of. (laughs) Kyle, tell your dad. (laughs) Kyle's dad, if you're listening on your own, call Kyle. (laughs) Check it. There's no way Kyle and his dad are not sitting in the car right now and Kyle's just like sweating. (laughs) I like to think they're they're gathered around the fireplace at that Kyle's family home. Listening to this podcast like they did in the 40s. It's cold <laughs> outside. The radio. They're yeah. playing it on an old radio. <laughs> They're all crowded around it listening to the, the what they call their programs. <laughs> this is a fireside chat with QD right here. Yeah. <laughs> but the scary thing is, is if, if we do continue with that thought, that means Kyle's whole family has heard that he licks the dust off the bottom of the shelves. Mm. And now that he was probably molested by a tailor. But thank you, Kyle. We are the best. I think we knew that. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to tell us. Affirmation's good, though. Yeah, I mean, thank you for telling us. And a shout out to Kyle's dad. Kyle, have your dad ride in. Yeah. We're kind of, I think we're more into him now. (laughs) (laughs) We've moved on. (laughs) But all right, guys. Kyle wants to know, what do y'all do when y'all get examined for from a tailor, you know, fitting you for some new clothes. Because I know the three of us have gotten fitted for multiple tuxedos. So we're classy folk. So what do y'all do? For me personally, I don't know about you guys, but it can be an awkward situation, and it just feels awkward someone telling you the size of you. Um, <laughs> maybe you can be insecure about that or whatever. I mean, I'm, And you are. I would never be that. I mean, too good for that. And so what I like to do is I like to make sure that the way that he's measuring me doesn't paint me in a bad light. Sure. So I tell that man when he's got his little ruler wrapped around me. <laughs> he wraps a ruler around you? <laughs> yeah, they don't like break a yardstick in half for you. <laughs> Does he like karate chop it? <laughs> Just in a, a bunch of small bits. He's like, let me get that inseam measurement. <laughs> yeah! Just... <laughs> That's a Mr. Miyagi measuring you. (laughs) (laughs) He gets that tape measure around me and he starts to write down, you know, 32 inches or whatever. I'm like, no, no. What's that in miles? (laughs) (laughs) You want him to convert it to miles? I want him to convert every measurement to miles. So it's actually like 0.0023 miles. (laughs) Uh, And that makes me look really skinny. You know, yeah, that, that is yeah. true. That you're, you're yeah, using exactly. units in, in miles, so I make them convert it to miles for every measurement. If you were curious, my torso length is 0.36 miles. 0. 0.0036 okay, miles. Okay, makes sense. You seem very small. You seem like you I could do. be on a runway as a Victoria's Secret supermodel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine Evan on the Victoria's Secret runway? Can you imagine? Oh, let's can let's take I? a moment. Let's take a moment mm-hmm. and imagine it. I'm hot. (laughs) (laughs) Very hot. But could you imagine it? He's got all like the the feathers, the big wings, and he's strutting his stuff. And the announcer's like, this is Evan. He's .000163 miles wide. (laughs) People are like, ooh, ah. (laughs) So small. (laughs) What I'm imagining is going for a run and then looking down at my Apple Watch and saying, you ran this many Evans. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you use Evans as a unit of yeah, measurement. Yeah. Okay. There'll be so many Evans. <laughs> That's like one step. How did you get that unit of measurement? Did you maybe go out and run and you brought Evan with you? What and I did then... is I laid Evan down and just rolled him. <laughs> just I just flipped him over once. And that was that was one unit of measurement. Yeah, so like you were running, so you laid him down, and then you ran his distance. <laughs> so very, very quick sprint. The quickest sprint. <laughs> and then you flipped him. Yeah. And then you ran again. <laughs> and then you flipped him. I didn't say it was a good use of my time. <laughs> I just said I did it. <laughs> you made a name for yourself in the town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, call him the, they call me the weird guy that runs with the guy that lays down on the ground guy. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> that just, seems like it'd be hard to bring up in conversation. <laughs> Sounds like no one remembers your name ever. (laughs) (laughs) So do you use this way of measuring elsewhere? Like, 
Mm-hmm. You, you tell the tailor to convert it, but do you use it elsewhere? Um, I mean, when I'm talking to anybody, you know, when I'm like trying to see how tall their kid is. Yeah. I'm like, hey, your kid's getting really big. How, how tall is he now? And they're like, oh, he's uh, three feet tall. And I'm like, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> Put that in miles, please. I have no concept of what three feet is. Do you actually think three feet is the child has three feet? When the parent's like, he's three feet tall. You're like, where's the other one? Yeah. <laughs> This is a stupid measurement. Let's just make it miles. Yeah, and they look at you probably with understanding, right? Obviously. They're like, it's just such a better measurement. It makes so (laughs) much more sense. This is the equivalent to somebody saying, yeah, my kid's uh, 73 months old. Yeah, (laughs) they use months. (laughs) For years. So when the parents finally convert their kid's height to miles, they go, this child is not growing at all. He is. Severely underdeveloped. Yeah, he's like point zero zero six three <laughs> miles. We need to get him to the doctor. We have a midget on our hands. Let's stretch this baby out. <laughs> and that's when they start tying a rope to his hands <laughs> and a rope to his feet and then pulling him between two trucks. It's interesting they used modern trucks for such a archaic way of thinking. <laughs> You it's would, so weird that they couldn't find weird medieval torture devices yeah. laying around <laughs> to stretch the body out. You know, you would think with that line of thinking, they would get a couple of horses. They don't listen to doctors well around here. So the people that you're around really don't look at you weird for this if that's their natural reaction to the information. Oh, no, of course. They're all on my side. Um, this has really been a detriment to my construction career because... <laughs> oh, that's right. You did you did work construction, though. I did for some months. Yeah. Um, Not many. Didn't last. <laughs> yeah, months. didn't last. Because, boy, did I try to build a house that was 0.05 miles long. <laughs> you bought half a mile long? 0.05. Oh, I misheard that. 5% of a mile. Yeah. Um, 5% of a mile still <laughs> seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. It seems like a big old house. I was into building big houses. All right? <laughs> That's why I got fired I, very quickly. I think it's because you don't understand measurements. <laughs> Listen, have you ever tried to build a house, to build a roof that was 0.0079 miles long on one side and 0.008 on the other and put it at a negative... 135 degree angle. Wow. I cannot say I have, but I guarantee there are some like blue collar workers out there mm-hmm. that are like moaning right now. Yeah. They're like, I get it. <laughs> they they might not get the unit of measurement, but yeah. they're like, I get it. I was Been a Saturday there, worker brother. once. Yeah. So how do you measure this? Do you, <laughs> I imagine you just have a crazy long ruler <laughs> that is a mile long <laughs> to help you make these measurements. I unspool that baby. I just kind of flip it out, you know, and it unrolls all the way down. I kind of just use, like, the first couple measurements on it, and then I got to roll the whole thing yeah. back up. It's yeah. a nightmare. I never got anything done. It's it's good that you have the convenience of a roll-up one, because I just assumed you had a mile-long piece of wood <laughs> with inches and feet marked out for you. Nobody's ever accused him of having a mile-long piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Converting inches to miles. That's a that's an interesting way of going about getting your suit fitted. I would have expected nothing less. All right, Alan. You're going to fit getting fitted for a, a nice suit. And as the patriarch that you are, you go to a lot of important events. How do you how do you handle being tailored for a new suit? So when I walk into that men's warehouse and I see those middle aged depressed employees getting ready to (laughs) fit me for a suit. What I like to do, I like to show these guys where I came from so they know where I am now. Sure. So I'll take every piece of clothing that I've ever owned Mm -hmm. and I'll put it on my body somehow. (laughs) That way they have extensive historical records of my previous sizes. Yeah. So just wear the shirts one on top of the other. Yeah. Until they get to where they don't really fit me anymore, and then I just start wearing a shirt on an arm. <laughs> I was gonna ask, do you go all the way back to like infant? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I've got the <laughs> blanket that I used in the hospital as a baby. Your your arms and legs seem like they're not getting any blood right now <laughs> because of the tight clothes that you're wearing. Small price to pay. Yeah, <laughs> small price to pay. I don't mean to accuse you of anything. Well, but it sounds like you're shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it, it sounds like you went into a men's warehouse mm-hmm. and you started stealing clothes, and then they asked 
you know, they were on to you. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, oh, I need to be tailored for a new suit. And that was your excuse. That was my cover story, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say that that hadn't happened. I mean, <laughs> who among us hasn't walked into a walked into a store and thought, well, dead gummit, I forgot I don't want to pay for these. <laughs> yeah, like, you slipped my mind. You, you're like, you know what's cheaper? Stealing. <laughs> Stealing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You just kind of walk past a walk past a rack of clothes. You look to your left. You look to your right. Make sure nobody's looking. Just button that shirt up. <laughs> Wait, the shirt off the rack, or the, you just now button up the shirt you have on? The shirt off the rack. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you walk around like a drunk middle aged person the on the beach. The shirt that I have on is a dirty wife beater. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> of course it is. Does not button up. <laughs> So I walk in wearing that, you know, dirty, nasty wife beater, and now I've changed into some deep purple shirt with cufflinks on yeah. it. Like, I mean, that you would think somebody would notice. You would think. But what I do is if, if they look at me too hard, I just kind of stand real still, <laughs> pretend to be a mannequin. Yeah, you, you do the old Tyrannosaurus Rex thing where, like, if you don't move, they can't see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does that go? Does that work? <laughs> it depends on if I'm in whiteface or not. You're <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said that like we were supposed to get that. Back up. You know how all mannequins are white? Like they're all like they're all just standard the color white, not the skin tone. Sure. Okay, okay. so you're it's not white face. You're just going dressed up as a mannequin. Dressed up as a mannequin, yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that needed to be cleared. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you're saying mannequins are only white. <laughs> Man, we there's somebody out there with hoods on, yipping and yapping right now to this. He's like, they're like, yeah, this guy gets it. <laughs> the way it should be. And you know, maybe that's because I'm gonna I'm gonna take the blame for that, guys. Maybe, for the clan? No, not for you're that. You're gonna take I cannot the blame hold, for the clan. I cannot hold responsibility for that. <laughs> I will take the blame for me only thinking that mannequins are white. You're you're admitting ignorance. That's good. Maybe I need to be shopping at different places. Probably. Yeah. Go to a city gear. Go to a city <laughs> Go gear. Go to a city gear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to bro- broaden my horizons. <laughs> but to get back to the, the question at hand. So when you get tailored for outfits, it's just a convenient situation because you were there stealing. Yep. It's um, it's one of those things where if I can get out of there without being tailored, that is, that, that is the end result. But if they're catching on, you know, I'll play along. Yeah, absolutely. Get tailored. I'll, I'll get tailored. Was meaning to get my measurements anyways, you know. Might as, might as well do it while I'm uh, stealing things from a local men's warehouse. <laughs> Why are you always getting in the situation of being tailored? What are you doing? Is it because... You have so many clothes on under your clothes that you look like an entire like a fat person, and they're like, "This guy obviously needs to be tailored. He's huge." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, it looks like I'm wearing like an inflatable suit under me because <laughs> like, I got so many clothes just <laughs> shoved up into my shirt. That's I'm, a good strategy. I'm addicted to stealing. Clothes. You're a kleptomaniac. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every everybody does. <laughs> I don't. Do you steal? Mm-hmm. Do you steal things? Hmm. Hmm. Me? I don't steal things. So apparently, you two do. Hmm. What do you steal? No. What? What do you steal? Steal. What do you what do you take without paying? It is a great material. That is what I'll say about steal. Oh, okay. (laughs) Answer that like a politician. Yeah. (laughs) You really dodged that question. I would build a house with it. Well, way to dodge that question. Thank you for being completely honest. I mean, I can see Evan decided that he didn't want to be honest today and was just gonna really dodge the question completely. I think it's good for people to know that if they wanna steal, that's okay. Don't be don't be afraid to just just take something. Just take something that's not yours. Yeah, checking out at the gas station. Take a pack of gum. Slip it in your pocket. Somebody leaves their car running. Also at that gas station. <laughs> just take it. <laughs> what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? They don't have a car anymore. No. no. You look in the back seat of that car. What's that? A Keurig coffee maker. Oh, dump that child. car. Take the coffee maker. Steal that. Steal that coffee maker from the stolen car. What about the child in the back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what about the three-year-old infant? Take the coffee maker and the kid. Okay. Raise the kid as your own. <laughs> Teach him the art of sleight of hand. <laughs> Raise him to be a thief. Okay. So 
you didn't want to raise the coffee maker as your own and get your coffee from a three-year-old? You can set the kid up to compete with the coffee maker. Uh, yeah, yeah. You tell that kid how great the coffee maker is at stealing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Say, eh, he's doing better than you. But then do you tell the coffee maker how great the kid is at making coffee? You do, but only to be even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That way, favorites. you've got the best working coffee maker and the best stealing kid. <laughs> You're really thinking steps ahead of literally everybody on yeah, this planet. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I do want to bring this back to the very beginning, where you said you were wearing the history of your clothes. That he is was lying. That is how this one started. Yeah. Okay. That, so that was not truthful. Sure. <laughs> okay. He was. He was trying to. Get, I was I was give us a run around. Yeah, yeah, that was that was what we call a lie. A <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic misdirection. Okay. No, that a little white sense. lie, as white as his face paint. <laughs> oh man, well, there you go, man. You you only use a tailor because you accidentally get caught from stealing. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> just a just another day, really. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I do when I go to a tailor to get clothes fitted. Um. I don't steal. I don't steal clothes. So I, I go to a tailor, honestly, and I ask him to give me the the measurements in inches, you know, like a normal human. But here's the thing. I don't want to take off my clothes in front of the tailor. And what do you do at a tailor? <laughs> Why are you taking your clothes off for a you tailor? Don't, you don't take your clothes off for a tailor? Not any tailor I've been to. <laughs> Well, Kyle took his clothes off for a tailor because you made her to every part of his body. Y'all got some weird tailors. <laughs> okay, well, here's, 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 here's what I do. I don't take my clothes off for the tailor. I, that's out of the way. <laughs> I don't do it. But I want the tailor to not only get my measurements because that's only empirical data. It's, it's not personal. I want my tailor to understand what it's like to be in my clothes. Here it comes back around. I'm not going to take my clothes off for the tailor. Oh, good. So he puts them on. Uh-huh. Right? I want the tailor to get in my clothes with me. <laughs> so that means I want my tailor to know my clothes personally. Dare I say intimately. And I unbutton my pants and unzip and I unbutton my shirt and I invite him in as if I'm <laughs> inviting in a long lost friend into my house to have dinner with me. And I just kind of coax him in. He He backs in. <laughs> Oh, and he God. puts his arm <laughs> down the sleeve with my arm still in it. <laughs> puts the other arm down the sleeve with my other arm in it. <laughs> Pants the same way. Not with his arms, though, because that would be weird. <laughs> with his legs. And <laughs> then we button up. <laughs> and then, you know, he, he just... I like a person. I like a fat person with two heads. And then, you know, we just kind of sit there, I guess. And I'm sweaty, so he's like feeling the sweat on my clothes. <laughs> Like, you know, the shoes are kind of hard to get on with two people mm-hmm. getting into the shoes. But we do it. I fit it in there. I, I fit two dogs in one shoe, you know? Makes sense. <laughs> and he does this willingly? Um, He does it hesitantly. And there's a difference there. But he does it of his own volition. Yeah, he does it of his own volition because he's a good tailor. And I think he right. understands the art of the measurement. And if you really, truly want to get the measurement of somebody, you have to walk a mile in their clothes with them. Mm. <laughs> Is he hesitant because he's afraid of doing it or afraid of how he's going to feel? <laughs> um, you know, I've had a tailor or two just start crying, just soft, <laughs> soft weeping <laughs> while they're, they're in my clothes with me. And I, I would like to think... <laughs> I would like to think that it's because they appreciate the beauty of the moment. Mm-hmm. He's not only getting a measure of your size physically, but he's getting a measure of your heart. Of my soul. That's yeah. right. That's beautiful. And, I, and, you know, I'd like to think it's the moment where we're on top of a very high cliff and the we're watching a sunset together. And it's just kind of that beautiful moment, maybe over a beach area somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just your bodies pressed up against <laughs> each other. It's <laughs> a beat. So it's so hot and humid. <laughs> Very humid. Just bodies pressed up against each other in layers of clothes. <laughs> Just moist. <laughs> Sliding around on each other. And we're in flip-flops on the beach, too. So that's kind yeah, of a weird yeah. situation. A double foot and a flip-flop. That's the least of the of the worries here on this on this beach. 
So, yeah, I think they appreciate it after. I think they're afraid of what they fit might feel. Mm-hmm. Afraid that they may never feel this moment again. Yeah, they you yeah. know, it's an interesting situation when the day's done. You know, it's an all-day affair. <laughs> <laughs> because you could turn it on and off, you know. The tailor? <laughs> no. <laughs> You can just, <laughs> you and that tailor can get out of that outfit and you can go home like a normal person. Right. But that yeah, tailor, normal person. <laughs> it's just, a normal person. That's just right. It's a normal day for you. <laughs> a normal person. <laughs> that tailor, he's going to leave changed, though. Yeah, say, to say the least, he's going to leave changed. He's, he's not going to know how to interact with his family. <laughs> He's not going to be able to go to sleep straight away at night. No, no. He'll <laughs> he'll he'll lay awake for a yeah. while. <laughs> That'll keep him up. Yeah. A lot of sleepless nights. But it's only because I think at that moment he has reached self actualization. He's reached the pinnacle of life. Just the, keep rolling over, checking his phone to see if you've texted or yeah. called. Come on back in, brother. <laughs> it's it's like two AM and he's he is just texting you, you know, got those sizes if you, if you want. <laughs> we can you, go over them tomorrow. <laughs> what are you wearing? You know? <laughs> Been thinking that a lot outfit about from your, this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Been I, thinking a lot about your clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell him I'm wearing the pajamas that Ed, Ebenezer Scrooge wears, you know, with like the dumb sleep, long sleep hat. Yeah. You know, and arguably. Yeah. Top three most attractive sleepwear. Yeah. <laughs> the only sexiest of lingeries. <laughs> Honestly, top three sexiest Christmas people of all time. I, I'm Scrooge. putting them in number. Scrooge, I'm putting them yeah. top three yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm, glad, we got, I'm glad that we got that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I do. I just want my tailor to know me personally. Uh, know my clothes personally. So... I have them get in the clothes with me. No, that's good. <laughs> I like that. So there you go, Kyle. Three things that we do. I I, I hope that your Taylor visit was as interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there's what the three fanciest people do when they get their suits tailored. But our next segment's going to be a draft. So let's jump into that. Right. Welcome back to the draft. Good young players with the draft all about. Here and in, here are out. Welcome back to the draft. I've never seen anything like this. All right. So for this draft, we're doing another blind draft. Evan's out. So we're doing a blind draft. And how the blind draft work is me and Alan have decided on a topic, a topic that we will draft. And Evan has no idea what's coming, but he's still going to have to draft all of the same. So the subject of this draft is what you could show your father to make him concerned. So let's call Evan back in and start the draft. All right, Evan. How was your journey on the outside of the studio? Scary. (laughs) I didn't know what to do out there on my own. Yeah. How are you feeling? You feeling confident? Like always. Okay. Ignorant confidence. (laughs) That's that's you. All right. Well, let's get to drafting. Uh, Alan, you want to go first? Yeah. So my uh, first pick out the gate, uh, strong choice. I'm going to go with a signed picture of Jimmy Carter. Um, actually, my first picks is going to be a picture too, but the picture I have is a picture of me in a thong bikini. <laughs> <laughs> is this the one that you already have, or are you getting this made? <laughs> it's already one I have. I have it framed and everything. <laughs> two pictures. Um, okay. One sensual and sexy. and Two sensual and one sexy. One <laughs> uh, Say one sensual and sexy, and then one of Zach. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with whew, my first pick. I didn't make this too easy, but I'm just going to have to go with my dad's diploma. Um, <laughs> his college diploma. Really, your college, yeah. your dad's college diploma. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> strong. This is a strong first. Strong, strong first okay. pick. Okay. Good. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was nervous about that one. But your I'm dad's good. your dad's diploma. My dad. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're going with. Yeah, like his framed diploma. Yeah, okay. from College. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Alan, second pick of the uh, the blind questionable detour draft. What are you doing? I'm gonna go with a copy of the book New Moon from the Twilight series. <laughs> <laughs> it, a great pick. I, I really, if an you excellent, know, an excellent choice for the people that know what the subject of the draft is. It's a great pick. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um. My second pick 
is going to be freshly neutered bull testicles. Jesus. Mm. See, I'm trying to figure out what new moon and freshly neutered bull testicles have in common. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They have something in common. Okay. Because right now I'm not seeing it. The link is... Vague at best. Our deep thinking Saturday workers, they they, fig- they figured it out. Okay. And mostly because they heard us tell Mostly them. <laughs> because, yeah, we've already talked about it. I'm going to go with a an apron covered in cocoa powder and flour. <laughs> uh, one that looks like it's been baked in. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. A used apron, Yeah, basically. Yeah, a baking apron. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good, I guess. Yeah. That's pretty good. Solid second pick. <laughs> okay. All right, Alan. On here. Third and final pick. I'm going to I'm going to choose an article of clothing this time, uh, a skirt made out of foxtails. <laughs> it's very Irish, Scottish sounding. Very, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like are they tied together or are they just sewing everything underneath them? Those tails. You know, they're tied at the at the top half, but the the bottom half of the tail just flows with the wind. <laughs> You're letting everybody see your bits. You see what you you see what you want to see. Very good. Um my third and final pick is whatever my father had in his pocket at that given time. Hmm? At what? Whatever he had in his pocket at that given time. It'll be almost like a magic trick. Like, he'll know he has his, you know, multi-tool wallet, but then all of a sudden, I have his multi-tool wallet, and he has no idea how I got it. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Like okay. a little magic trick situation? You get it. Evan That's, gets it. You know, I get it. Zach's Zach's pick is a good one. It if Evan even had any clue, I'm pretty sure your your latest uh, pick threw him off the trail. Yeah, and that's what I meant to do. It's it easy. Con- to- it confused me, and I knew what the topic was. It's it's as easy to throw Evan off the trail as it would be a blind man on a hike. Mm-hmm. You know, you look stressed, Evan. <laughs> Third and final pick, big Third pick. And final pick. Because now I want to go back uh, on some of my. You can't. You've already, you've already drafted them. I think third pick is gonna be the sexy leg lamp from from a Christmas story. Oh, okay, that might be good. So, did you have a guess on what we might be drafting for? I think it's gonna be things that were in the room when you were conceived. <laughs> <laughs> But very funny. That okay. is good. That is and, good. Yeah. Especially since I picked a framed yeah. picture of me in a bikini <laughs> when I was conceived. That's, that's, some, how, that's what actually led me to it. I that's was like, a time traveler's nightmare right there. My parents were a huge fan of the Twilight series. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, do you, are you wanting to know what? I would like to know. Okay. Uh, that's not correct. I don't know what could be. Yeah. Well, here, here it is. Uh, the subject was... Things that you could show your dad to concern him. Oh. <laughs> a side picture of Jimmy Carter? <laughs> he wasn't a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so let's run through our picks now that everybody in the room and on the other end of the mic knows what we picked. So we had a signed picture of Jimmy Carter, <laughs> the book <laughs> New Moon from the Twilight series, <laughs> and a skirt made out of foxtails. <laughs> We know every dad when those Twilight books came out were concerned. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. if they they not a fan from the middle age group. No, no, you don't want nothing. You want to see your son with, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously uh, a skirt made of foxtails. You definitely don't want that, that are not mended on the way down. Yeah, no, 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 no. Especially uh, a combination of the two. Yeah, <laughs> foxtails and new moon. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a furry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine were a framed picture of me in a thong bikini Mm -hmm. a pair of freshly confiscated bull testicles confiscated (laughs) (laughs) police pull you over yeah you know (laughs) i was like you you took them from a kid at school or something (laughs) (laughs) who's to say where they came from i mean a bull at one point but after that who knows and then finally, it was whatever my father had in his pocket at that given time. So as if I kind of like did a magic trick and got his wallet oh. multi-tool, you know, like it was like he'd be concerned. Like, how'd you do that? Did you pickpocket me? Or would just me? be impressed? Maybe. It depends on your father. My father would have hit me. <laughs> uh, and then yours, which are by far the most interesting. Mm-hmm. So to concern your dad, you would show him his diploma, <laughs> his college diploma. Very concerning. 
He's like, I never used that a day in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I look how much I paid for it. <laughs> yeah. And then you showed him a used apron with cocoa powder and flour on it. He's like, oh, God, this guy's been making brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Men don't deserve to be in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> And then finally, uh, the the leg from a Christmas story, the classic Christmas movie, which is ironic because the dad in, in that one loved it. Yeah, I was a little off the mark with that yeah, one. Yeah, that one, it was a little... <laughs> it was a different category than I thought it was at that point. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe your dad would be concerned with it. I, maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. Never know. But I guess we come to the time where we vote on who won this draft. So uh, this usually goes, we each vote for each other, but you cannot vote for yourself, and... Usually it comes out to one of us winning it. So, Alan, you want to go first? Who do you think won this draft? I'm going to give it to Zach. I liked his answers. I'd also don't want Evan to win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, I I feel like if you showed your dad a picture of you in not just underwear, just neon green, exposing everything. Yeah. I feel like that would frighten him. Yeah, absolutely. Any of Evan's picks. Neon green thong bikini. That's right. Add that with the bull testicles. I mean. Oh, I'm I'm giving him these at the one time. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I guess you I guess you could, yeah. Yeah. Or they could be three separate instances. But you know, I I think I think those two are very frightening. What was the last one? Things from his pocket. No, no man will feel comfortable if they're being swindled. No. Pickpocketed. That's right. They don't he loses masculinity. They don't believe in magic. They need to take that tomfoolery somewhere else. It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen in my dad's household. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to Zach. I think. Okay. I think his choices were were wise. Yeah, <laughs> so wise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give my vote to Alan. You mm. know, uh, out of all the things that could concern your father, I don't think really any of Evan. <laughs> <laughs> a father that doesn't believe a, his son should bake and is scared of education. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. So just the fact that Evan's picks were not on the mark. I'm, yeah. I'm going to give it to Alan. My vote's Alan. Well, look who has the power here. <laughs> <laughs> Evan's either winning or he has the power in the vote. No wonder he's on a high horse. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to go ahead and give it to Zach. Yeah. Um, sure, his picks were good, but he also didn't blatantly say that he didn't want me to win. Um, (laughs) I got to say that drives half the vote to Zach. Feeling a little overconfident there. Probably, (laughs) probably should have held back on that one. Don't tell the truth too much. You know that's that's the rule. This podcast is all about telling the truth. I mean, every everything we say here is completely honest. Transparency, (laughs) honesty. Listen, Saturday workers, we've never been dishonest with you. Yeah, everything we say, we do. And that's a QD guarantee. Yeah, stamp it. Stamp it, Evan. That's a QD guarantee. But yeah, I'm going to have to go with Zach because of, obviously of the Bay Don't Watch uh, picture he had there in the green thong. <laughs> yeah, that would scare. I think that would scare just about anybody. Yeah, that would send children running. Uh, don't show it to children. That would get you arrested. <laughs> Put on a list and then you have to tell people you moved into a neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that picture alone? That would concern me as a father. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the bull testicle, you'd be okay with, though? It, it comes and goes. You Good know, eating. that's just a part of nature. That, hey, bull testicles do come and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a choice joke. <laughs> and then, I mean, you put bull testicles on top of, uh, on top of sleight of hand. Like, where did you learn that? Obviously not from him. Yeah. He's upset about that. <laughs> He's going to be concerned. You've been hanging out with the wrong people. <laughs> people with bull testicles and bikinis. Yeah. Well, listen, first of all, thank y'all. Thank y'all for the vote. Um, I would like to thank just a few people. First of all, my tailor. Mm-hmm. He did a great job fitting me today. Is that your friend? Yeah, he, well, yeah, well, yeah. My tailor, yeah. I have yeah. one friend named Taylor. I call, I take possession of him. <laughs> and then also the person that fits me for clothing. Oh, uh, okay. He could not be here today, otherwise you would notice him inside my clothing. But I would like to thank him for fitting me and making me feel well, well dressed. But, you know, sometimes you're at the top and sometimes you're in the valley. And today I'm at the top of the mountain. So thank y'all. I think this is your first W, isn't it? It is my first W. We don't have to point that out, but it is my first. A win's a win. A win's a win. You always remember your first. And Uh we were here to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, guys, that that was another... Fabulous draft. I think I'm we all, glad I was able to win it. Yeah. Zach, congratulations on your victory. Thank you. Thank you. Finally win something. Hey, uh, yeah, you, you take the victories where you can get them. That's right. But anyways, we're going to move on to our next segment, and it's going to be our Did You Know segment. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know that it's all right to wonder? 
Did you know that it's all right to wonder? There are all kinds of wonderful things in this world. Alright, so the topic of did you know for this week is going to be centered around clothing. We're just going to give you just some basic facts about clothing. Things that everybody knows, things that some people know, and things that maybe nobody's ever heard of before. <laughs> but it's it's good. We, we at Questionable Detour want to give you facts, make you more knowledgeable, maybe make you more interesting at like a party, you know, a soiree, if you will. Uh, and maybe you can just spit some of these facts out. Tell people these facts confidently. You we're, know? Not a, we're not a legal podcast, but we are an educational podcast. That's right. That's right. All right. Starting it off, did you guys know that it takes 700 gallons of water to make a cotton shirt? That's that's impressive. I didn't know lot. that, actually. It's, it's good to know. Quite a bit of water. Yeah. Um, did y'all know that the average American throws about 82 pounds of clothes away a year? Wow. It's a lot of waste. waste. What are we doing? Those darn Americans. Darn Mm. Americans. Did you guys know that the most expensive t-shirt was valued at $400,000 and featured 16 diamonds? Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) That is interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Did y'all know that it's totally okay? It's totally okay if you let another man enter your clothes with you. It's totally okay. And if you want to do that, you should not be judged, and you should let it happen. It's a beautiful thing. Sounds more like an opinion, but okay. Uh, (laughs) It's a fact. I'm reading it right here off our fact list. Did you guys know that during the summer of 1982, togas were incredibly popular for men? Just in everyday wear. Um, (laughs) That that was soon ended because of winter. (laughs) Did y'all know in 1945 when America invaded Germany in World War II and when Hitler finally took his last breath after he killed himself, he was wearing a pink crop top. Oh, wow. Fashionable. (laughs) Talk about going out on top. (laughs) (laughs) My grandfather actually told me he wore a blue one in opposition to that as he stormed the beaches. Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Well, very little little is known about what they wore in World War II. (laughs) They don't talk about it much. (laughs) You'll be be amazed on how much skin was sewn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a lot of crop tops. More fishnet than you think. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that shoes can take up to a thousand years to break down? That's actually wow. very impressive. That's, that's, but it only takes me about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> to break down or to break down shoes? <laughs> to, to break down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like crying. Yeah, yeah. Emotionally. <laughs> You break down emotionally. <laughs> uh, did you know Levi Strauss, the founder of Levi's Jeans, received the patent for the iconic design with copper rivets in 1873? The term jeans is believed to originate from the French phrase blue de jeans, which is what I did when I saw your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the world record for the most t-shirts worn at once is 257 layers? Alan just calls that going to the tailor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's like, I, that's just leaving Dillard's. <laughs> it's a good haul. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all know that I actually look really good in a thong bikini? <laughs> you should get a picture of you. Probably. Yeah, I'll frame it, put it up in here in the studio. <laughs> Did you know... In the 1817-1800s, the American industries actually experimented with steel for clothing. Steel shirts, steel jackets were made, but they found that it didn't leave much room or flexibility for enslaving people. So (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to enslave an entire race when you can't move. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know that uh, in 2022... More men wore socks as underwear instead of boxers. Oh, my gosh. Man, COVID really screwed things up. (laughs) People didn't know what they were doing. (laughs) (laughs) They were so sick. (laughs) Bro, so sick. Did you know one in 350 million Americans wears wet socks to bed? That's Mm. a fact. I'm not weird. Many many more than you'd think. (laughs) One too many. (laughs) Did you know? The world's longest wedding dress train measured over 117,216 inches, as my tailor would say. 
<laughs> or 1.85 miles, as I would say. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to stop saying that. <laughs> oh, there you go, guys. Giving facts and information out to the world. I don't think there's ever any other podcast that just gives out facts. You know, that so. just informs people. We have to be the only one that does that. And they tell them those those facts that everybody knows. Yeah. You know? I mean, not we're, we're going deep. Not the underground facts, That's the, right. you know, that the you can't unlit. get on a Google image. Yeah. The ones that don't see the sun. Yeah. That's what <laughs> we're here for. Facts that nobody wants you to find out. Like we're, Evan, we're uncovering those. Evan put it eloquently. The facts that you find on like page 46 of a Google search. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but, you know, we give out facts, but we also give out wisdom. So traditional one-liner wisdom for the Saturday workers. What do you all think? Covering yourself in a blanket can warm you for a night. Lighting that blanket on fire while you're under it <laughs> can warm you for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> because it will sever and burn all your nerve endings. Yeah. You will never feel there another thing. That's, a, that's, that's a actually probably game. one of the most true facts we've ever said on here. There you go. <laughs> they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but a kid sure will, depending on how hard you throw him. <laughs> Out of the tree? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, very violent wisdoms tonight, guys. Yeah. I just, We're going through something. Yeah, yeah y'all feeling yeah. okay? There's a certain vibe here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. There you go. Wisdoms, facts, and tailored outfits. Where, where Where else can you get this? That's all I'm saying. But if you have a hypothetical that you want us to answer, advice that you want us to give, we give great advice. Or you want to know a fact about a certain subject, write in questionable detour podcast at gmail dot com. All right, boys. You want to be done? Yeah, dude. Hey, hey, Dad. Um, I I need to show you something, son. What do you? This this better be something. You're good. already disappointed. <laughs> I've known you for a long time, son. <laughs> well, you're about to know me a lot better after I show you this. Here is a framed <laughs> picture of me in a thong bikini. <laughs> good God! <laughs> you look like your mother. <laughs> Show, show him the testicles. Show him the testicles. <laughs> oh, thank you, Evan. You're here, too? <laughs> I'm just hiding back here. Just okay, okay. Hey, I hey. wish you'd just stop bringing that guy around. <laughs> just your support group. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he does good. He's the one that took the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the angle? Was was it the angle that you didn't like? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was the angle. Okay. <laughs> I think it was just moving a picture. Hey, uh, Dad, here also is a freshly severed uh, bull testicle. Did you do this yourself? <laughs> Yeah, I did it. I did it myself. Oh God, you're a freak. <laughs> what's this? What's this other thing you got? This better be. This better be good. Oh, you knew. You knew exactly. There was gonna be three items. You always. You all. <laughs> good things come in threes. You always do things in threes. <laughs> you caused. You caused me and your mother's divorce. <laughs> yeah, you broke my leg, <laughs> and you ran off the family horse. <laughs> And now our bull is, has one less testicle. Dog. <laughs> uh, and then the final thing I want to show you is, um, hey, here's your multi-tool and keys and wallet. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Expect the detour. <laughs>